I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following, following. The following. is a journey into comics. Journey into comics. It's a journey into comics. Journey into comics. Journey into comics. Journey into comics. Network. 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 Production. Production. Episode 10 of the Kids for Sale podcast. Uh, I am your host, Chris, and with me tonight is a very special guest that I've been teasing for a few episodes now. Uh, I know a couple people have already said how excited they are to hear this episode when I record with you, but welcome my mom, Mary Bean. How are you today? I'm good, and I know I can't live up to the hype, but okay. Oh, you're definitely going to be fine. Uh, I don't have that big of an audience, so really, you don't—you just don't have to let down like three people. Okay, so so <laughs> I think you can. So Larry that, right? and uh... actually, Larry, I don't think listens to this, but he—you <laughs> know—when he found out that you were going to be on it, he's, he might—he might actually check this episode yep, out okay. because he—he he loves you so. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, we've been teasing that you were going to be my first guest, um, so I'm excited that we can finally make this happen. We've been trying for a few weeks, and it just hasn't worked out time-wise. Um, <laughs> Which is the same reason Ashley's like quitting the show now because we just time wise it's just hard to do to line up. So I'm I'm so she's quitting the show. <laughs> she's she'll she'll be back every once in a while, but she's not my permanent co-host anymore. Aww. So uh, it's it's just me by my lonesome for a Aww. while. But I I think now Chris <clears throat> with all his friends. Excuse me. I just like inhaled some pop right before we started recording, so I'm going to be like hacking through the episode. But um. What was I going to say? Uh, About her not being... Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I wanted to make sure you were my first guest. I've got mm. other people I've got other people that want to come on and be guests, um, but I wanted you to be my first. So now that you're my first guest and we're getting this guest episode out of the way, I feel like I can have a new guest <clears throat> hopefully every other week, and I won't have to worry about a co-host. I'll, I'll still have somebody to talk to instead of Aww. having to You're talk to myself. You're not going to have to sit here and talk to yourself. Well, well I it. did that for one episode, and it, I, I was only able to make it like 35 minutes, and it was like, <laughs> ugh, I don't think anybody's going to want to hear this, but <clears throat> it was okay. But, oh, man, we're both clipping all over the place already. Um, I don't know what that means, but it's, okay. It's a technical term that you don't have to worry about. I just need to worry about mm-hmm. adjusting my microphones. Uh, so... First, I guess. <coughs> God damn it! Uh, the first thing I guess, uh, just kind of catch everybody up on the last couple weeks with the kids, just because that's how we start every episode. Uh, and like I, we were just talking about right before I started recording, it's it's not like you don't know my kids, so feel free to interject if there's something you want to add. I, I've to met this. them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. a, f- a few times, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, Mark's football team. I I think this was right after the last episode. Uh, Mark's football team lost a game. I think the last episode we were talking about how they were still undefeated and they had <coughs> outscored their opponents 140-something points to 13. But you don't really count that when they're in Little League. Or not in Little League. Oops, sorry. <coughs> Pop Warner. Pop Warner. Well, in his age, it does matter. Oh, because, they do count. Yeah, because okay. uh, the playoffs start in a couple weeks, and if they go through the playoffs and they win state, they could be invited to play in a tournament in Orlando. Ooh, so the, well, then the, I get to go. The points <laughs> yeah, matter in yeah. his age, which is crazy. Like, I, this is the first, like, most competitive thing we've been involved in so far. I mean, <laughs> his baseball team was pretty competitive too, but not like this. This is a whole, whole nother level. Um, but yeah, so right after the last episode, when we were bragging about his team being undefeated, they lost their next game. <laughs> uh, That's but what you get it was it was a good game. The team they played against was very good. Uh, they played against Portage. 
Um, and they had one kid on their team that just, I think he scored all their points and he was just unstoppable. Like the fastest kid on the field. And we have a kid like that too, that scores probably 90% of our points, but this kid was just, I mean, nobody could, nobody could tackle him. Nobody could get in front of him even just, it, it was a mess, but they didn't. It's and not these like, are first <coughs> and second graders or what, what is the age? Uh, it's seven, eight and nine year olds uh, okay. from like 75 pounds to 150. Oh, they do something. have a weight thing. Okay. Yeah. That's, well, that's good. That's a safety thing. Well, that's good. Yeah. Cause they could hurt somebody. Yeah, exactly. And actually there was a kid on Mark's team, uh, a friend of ours, their son Gavin. It's it's his first year playing, also, um, but he's I think nine already. So the only thing stopping him from going up to the next division was his weight. His weight. So mm-hmm. he had to cut weight at the beginning of the season just to make sure he made the official uh, made the official weigh in for the beginning of the season. Really? Other because otherwise the the kids the next level up are so much more aggressive than these kids are. Oh, because Because in, in Mark's age, he's in what's called Mighty Mites. There's only one division under his, which is Tiny Mites, mm-hmm. um, which the Tiny Mites, it's hysterical watching the Tiny Mites oh, on I the bet. field. They don't, they don't keep scoring Tiny Mites, but Mark's age is the first one where they do keep score. Um, and they're learning the fundamentals of the game. They're learning pass plays. They're learning... You know, they're, well, they're learning plays in general. It's not just like, here, hand this kid the ball, he's going to run with it. It's like, here's your route, these are the guys you need to run between, the blockers need to push this way, and it, it gets a little more involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next the next step up is uh, Junior Pee Wees, and the coach for the Junior Pee Wee team is intense. Like, they practice right next to us mm-hmm. on some days, and you just hear him screaming the whole time. Really? God dang it! I said do this. You Are better you run serious? Yeah. Oh, now see, I think that's too much. I but, just, but you know, I what? don't agree with that kind of. The, crap. Ki- the kids respond to it though. I'm and, sure they do, but I don't like that stuff. That's if if you will vaguely remember, you had some baseball I did, coaches I did, well, at one point that were like was that. A, well, that's because Coach. Midkiff. I wasn't going to name any names, but there were a couple. There were a couple he, of coaches. I promise he's not listening. Well, to there this. was there were a couple of coaches in particular that I remember a lot of the parents getting really ticked off because they were really really hard on you guys, and I well, and I felt it was a little ridiculous. Coach Midkiff was at one point the Pop Warner coach. Um, that explains so, a lot. Yeah, exactly. So he he had that football mentality that he brought to the baseball field. And Which like, wasn't necessary. I didn't like it because I, up to that point, was not used to that. Now, Coach Bales, uh, who was Mark's... The athletic director. Mm-hmm. He was Mark's mm-hmm. assistant coach because yeah. uh, his son was Mark's coach. Yeah. Coach Bales was like that too sometimes, to mm-hmm. a certain extent. He was a little intense, but he used his intensity to kind of get the point into our heads. Coach Midkiff... Just seemed he like was, he was. He was a hothead. He was just mean for the sake of being. And mean. I just remember him just screaming at you guys when you were out on the field, and it was yeah. like, and what? What is that doing besides embarrassing those kids that are out on the field? But I know. remember, and I, I, I'll never forget this. Uh, I, I was, I, I was not that bad at baseball, but I also wasn't that great. Um, there was one time that I was playing for Coach Midkiff, and I hit the ball out to, you know, shallow left field or something, let's say. Mm-hmm. It was a single, you know, a base hit single. <clears throat> there was nobody on. So there was nobody running ahead of me. And I got to first base, and my first base coach, which may have been Coach Midkiff, I don't remember, was telling me, stop, stop, stop. But the throw came in from left field. They overthrew the first baseman, and I saw it go past the first baseman. So I took off and went to second. Mm-hmm. Even though the coach was telling me stop, I took off and went to second because I saw the overthrow and I, I knew I could make it. Mm-hmm. So the first baseman scoops up the ball. He throws it to the second baseman, misses the second baseman. It goes back out into the outfield. I take off for third base. I think I remember the, that. The outfielder picks up the <laughs> yeah, ball, throws yeah. it to third base, misses the third base. I remember that. So I yeah, run I home. That. I got an in-the-park home run on a, a lazy single. Yeah, I remember and that. And instead of like cheering me on or anything, I get back to the dugout and the coach says, you know, you're going to have to run laps on Monday because we told you to stop. <laughs> and you said, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, way to just kill any chance I ever had of overachieving in my yeah, life. You yeah. know, Well, I do have to say, though, I also have very vivid memories of you when you were playing baseball, just standing in the outfield and spitting on the ground and like you well, know kick, you, kicking you the dirt <laughs> kicking the dirt where you spit like to make mud and that's pretty much what you were doing 
you know, when the balls were being hit or not hit by you. So it was kind of like, uh, yeah, if, <clears throat> if something had come out by you, you would have got hit on the head because you were looking. But that was there. like that was like little little league. This that was, was last year. This is <laughs> when I played saying. for when I played for Coach Midkiff. I was in. I don't. Remember I want to say like fourth or fifth grade already at that point. So. I, you know, I was already understanding the game, and I was actually playing the game. I just wasn't as athletic as some of the other kids yeah. were. Um, you honestly weren't that interested, honestly. You... By the time I got to that age, I I enjoyed the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I know when I was a kid, it was not... I, yeah. I remember it not being that fascinating to me. But, yeah. but I do remember when I got to the majors was when I started having fun with the game. And then, of course, go figure, I have, like, the worst coach in the league... I, I guess I shouldn't call him the worst coach. I don't know if he was the worst coach or not, but I just didn't like him. And he really, I, I, at a point when I was actually starting to enjoy the game of baseball, he really almost smashed that into the Well, honestly, he's, I think he smashed that for a lot of kids. Yeah. And that's what all of us parents kind of <clears throat> were mad about. And but luckily, anyway. you, I know you talked to the, the league the next year and you were able to get me to switch teams, which they didn't usually do that in the majors. Right. Once you started on one team, they let you, they made you finish on that team. Yeah. But, uh, I got switched to another team, and I remember I remember running into Coach Midkiff after that, and he mm-hmm. was just like, "Oh, you don't want to play for me anymore." You said, "No, you're yeah. jerk." <laughs> I should have. I should have, except for I was like eleven, so <laughs> I wasn't going to say <laughs> that to was, an adult. And he was still a little bit yeah. taller than you, just you know. <laughs> um, but anyway. Okay, about the kids. So yeah, uh, Gavin didn't want to go into the junior peewees, so he he cut weight before the season started, which. It's a lot to ask a nine-year-old to do, but he worked I can't, hard. I can't believe, yeah. I don't, I he, don't know. he worked hard for it. He was only drinking water, and uh, oh, his, I, I, his mom I was, I, I know, it's a lot for a kid, but, you, you know, it's also, it's a good age to teach them discipline, if that's something they want to do. It's not, by no means was it something that his mom and, and stepdad were, like, making him do. He mm-hmm. he had no time, at no point were they like, hey, you have to cut weight. Yeah. He did it on his own because he wanted to end up in this age group, and... So he he worked really hard at it, and which which I think is for a nine year old to have that kind of discipline, I think was great. Mm-hmm. Like he was, like I said, he was drinking nothing but water. He would he would go in the middle of summer. He would go out to the basketball court because they live right next to uh, the basketball court in uh, Liberty Park, mm-hmm. and he would throw on a couple of hoodies in the summer and, and go play basketball oh. so he could sweat it out. And, oh, I don't know about that. Huh? See, I don't know. And he, I, but he, he's whatever. you know what though he's doing great in this age. In this age division, he's he's. I mean, nobody I, can know, get past him. He, you he's know a, me; he's I'm a, a non-sporty person. So to me, it's kind of like yeah, I don't know. So I I don't. There are some parents, and surprisingly, I I wasn't sure how it was going to be with the football parents because you know when you grow up in a football town, which we live in, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of get the impression that the football parents are like. Basically, like uh, what? What do they call the? I don't know, the the little girls, the the pageant moms and stuff. Yeah, that's how. Yeah. The, that's what. That's the impression you get of the football parents. Is yeah, that I would the kids so. don't even care about the game. It's the it's parents, parents are like pushing you about better it. do this. You better do yeah. But I, from what I've seen from the parents on Mark's team and even on the other teams that they all practice on the same fields at the same time, so we see all the parents there. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing but support. It's nothing but wanting the kids, and not just their kid. It's wanting all of the kids to succeed. And, you know, there's a a real good sportsmanship driven into the kids' heads. Real good, like, sense of playing for a team, not playing for themselves kind of. I really... There's no I in team. Honestly, it's been great. You know, whenever something... You know, Mark... You know, Mark's not the most athletic kid either. Mm -hmm. He's kind of lazy. He likes the video games. You know, he's he's a typical eight-year-old kid that doesn't... uh, We've found it hard to find a sport that he really enjoys. Mm -hmm. Um, This one, he seems to really, really enjoy. He doesn't still try as hard as I think he could, um, but... The nice thing is, like, whenever he does something, like, he misses a block or something, and they'll they'll pull him from the game and put somebody else in because he missed his block. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting to the sidelines and the kids are like, hey, you need to do this, you both. They, they pat him on the back and say, hey, get him next time, you know, just, yeah. just try well, harder good. next time. That's and good. to see at that age, to see kids doing that instead of just being like, hey, I'm the best player on the team and you guys can't do this, mm-hmm. it's it's 
it's strange, but it's really nice, and I, that's why I've really liked him playing for this football team. I, I well, think good. it's a good a good attitude they get into these kids' heads. Well, that's good. So, so anyway, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, um, but yeah, so his team lost, <laughs> so, <laughs> but they didn't get they didn't get their butts kicked or anything. It was a real close game the whole time. It honestly came down to the last two minutes, mm-hmm. and they just they couldn't pull it out. Yeah, but then they turned around this last weekend and they won forty to forty five to ten or something like that. Good. So. They're they're back mm-hmm. on top again. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see the girls. Uh, they play their last soccer game this Saturday, uh, which by the time this episode comes out, it'll be tomorrow is their last soccer game. And this last game they played this past weekend, uh, they're finally starting to try. <laughs> I just was going to say, are they the liking it now? Yeah, they, they're actually running around and kicking the ball around. And Livy, as ungraceful as she is. Uh, she's actually getting pretty good and coordinated wow. with kicking the ball around. Good. Um, the only thing she's afraid of, excuse me, like when there's a kid coming at her with the ball and she's on defense and she's supposed to turn the ball around and get it to go the other way, mm-hmm. she's like a little afraid to step in front of them when they're coming at her. Yeah. Well, so she's she afraid like gets, she's going to get she kicked, gets probably. off to the side and she like as they're coming by she tries to just kick it sideways or something. Mm-hmm. Which it works, but mm-hmm. well, uh, good. She, she just needs to be a little more aggressive about it. Scarlet. Has the aggressive part down, but she gets bored fast Mm because she doesn't have a very big attention span. So, Mm -hmm. like, she'll be out there for a couple of minutes, and then all of a sudden she'll be like, I don't want to do this. Honestly, I think it's really hard to have kids in in a sport at that age because they don't have the attention span. It is. And they, you know, they don't like to we, we knew that do going, anything for very long. We knew that going in, and we've expected that, and that's why we, we try not to – we don't take it too – hard on them when they don't participate we we at least want them to try that's all we're asking like, mm-hmm. we don't mm-hmm. say hey you better do this and you better it's just like hey just play for the yeah. for the whole 40 minutes for the whole hour of practice just just be out there run around yeah. and kick the ball like yeah. whether you're good at it or not we just want you to try that's it yeah for an hour every couple all i of have days to say and- is i am so glad your little sister has never been into athletics. I am thrilled that I haven't had to do this all over again. You know, being the fifth one, I'm so thrilled that I am not running her to a million practices and games. I don't, I have to say, I don't miss any of it. I, I, you know, I, and it's not that I wasn't supportive of you guys. I went to all it and drove you guys around, but oh my God. I, I, I dreaded uh, when Livy was in dance class, I dreaded the recitals. That's exactly uh, how I felt we, about all the baseball we, games and stuff. We talked about the recitals on this show a couple of times mm-hmm. already, and uh, yeah. the recitals were just a nightmare just because... Except for the the time that, that Livy threw her award at the curtain <laughs> yeah, or whatever she, at the end. That was actually handed, kind of funny. They handed her the award at the end of the ceremony, <clears throat> she threw it, and she, she threw just it. threw it that, down and That was actually away. very funny. That was funny. <laughs> I yeah. wish she would have got that on tape. So, it's, or video. It, it's just like... It, it's That kind of stuff is frustrating when... Your kid is the only one up there not doing it, you know. Yeah. Like you see, you see thirty other kids on that stage all doing what they were taught to do, and your kid is the only one not. doing But it. realistically, if you look at her age group of kids, the ones that even were supposedly quote unquote participating, that might have been standing there and and just looking starstruck the entire time, or they yeah. might have been practically <clears throat> in tears. There were other kids that were. Yeah. You know, there was a little boy standing at the edge of the stage just crying. That was a a friend of ours. That that was was funny, too. Her kid. I have to say that 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 part was actually very funny. Her age group was hysterical, you know, but anyway. But yeah, so that's soccer. (laughs) Soccer's almost wrapped up. I think Mark is going to be rolling into basketball (laughs) here pretty soon. Uh, So we'll have that to talk about. Um, I don't know what the girls are going to do. We we discussed the idea of getting all the kids into like a taekwondo or a karate or something. Which, now, do you feel you have to have them in stuff? Is that we want them to try a bunch of stuff okay. just to see what fits for them, and when they find that thing that they like, we can keep rolling with that. Okay. Now, Livy, the thing that's that's at, at their age, it's hard to tell because Livy They're claims little. she claims that she loves dance class and she wants to. We took her out of dance class after that last recital, mm-hmm. just because she doesn't do it. She she barely participates in the practices, and then she didn't participate in the show. Right. And meanwhile, it's just a waste you're, of. And you're paying for yeah, something that she's not whatever even, the price was yeah. a month. Yeah. So, 
But now that we pulled her out of it, now she keeps saying she wants to go back into it. Of course. But it's like, I don't, I don't know if you actually want to go back into it. or I think at that age, they don't know what they and want. And honestly, you might want to wait a year or two so to really that's, see. That's why, that's why I just want her to try other mm. stuff. Because if she tries, like she just got through soccer. Say she tries a basketball or, or something. And after she does like three more things, then she says... Well, I still want to do dance. Well, then we know. Okay. Well, then, yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll try dance again. And do- I think, though, and, <clears throat> you know, this is an old lady observation. I yeah. think today's parents feel like kids have to be in stuff and do stuff. And uh-huh. I never felt like that was such a necessity. But I think part of it is, though, kids today don't go out and play outside that's, with neighborhood kids. The they thing. don't do the stuff that you guys did when you were growing up. Certainly not things <clears throat> that, like when I was growing up. You that's just went outside thing. and played. Like, I, yeah, uh, and that's that's why we want to sign them up for stuff is because they won't go outside if we don't make them. They won't. You know, I got Mark a bike for his birthday mm-hmm. with no training wheels because he's eight years old and he yeah. should be riding a bike with no training wheels. And he doesn't know how to ride it, you know, mm-hmm. and he's afraid to learn how to ride it. Every time I try to get him on it, he rides for like two seconds while I'm pushing him and then he immediately gives it. Oh, I don't want to do this. Like, well, well that's, that's that fear. It's hard to get past that I, I get that, but I, you know, when I was, I guess I don't remember what, learning to ride a bike when I was his age, but I remember, you know, during the summer, that's all I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be out riding my bike with Dan that's Sanger and Jason Kwan. That, that's because your mom would say, get out of the house. That's, but that's my point. That, so I, I either need stuff for him <clears> to do in the <throat> backyard or he needs to learn to ride his bike. and Because the kid next door is always on his bike. Mm-hmm. So it's like if Mark can learn to ride his bike, they can ride their bike up and down well, the street. Well, and you are That's... very fortunate that here where you're living, you do have neighborhood kids. This, this is why we moved into that, this neighborhood. That makes when, a big When difference. we were house shopping, that was one of the things yeah. I looked for was uh, mm-hmm. a neighborhood where there was obvious signs of kids around yeah. or near a park or something, yeah. which were both. We're right yeah. down the street from a park. We're right down the street from an elementary school with right. a real nice playground. Yeah. And there's kids all up and down the street. That's really great. And I looked for, you know, a neighborhood with sidewalks so Mm -hmm. the kids could ride their bikes when they learn. Yeah. And, you know. Roller skate, skateboard, and all that stuff, yeah. I remember doing all that when I was a kid. And that... I feel like that was a great way to grow up, and I, I, I wanted that for my kids. I just got to get them off the couch and get them off Netflix. And Mark is already off. I, he's been off PlayStation for a few weeks now because I, mm-hmm. I just can't. I can't take it anymore. It's yeah. too much. <laughs> well, honestly, it's it is. It's sad that today's kids don't just play. They kids don't. These days. Well, I'm, I know. No, for I real. Mean, seriously, you're right. you're I know. Wrong. You're not wrong. I know. I mean, and honestly, you know, I mean, as you know, your your sister. I mean, where we live. Everybody around us is yeah. old and retired, yeah. even older now, than me. Now, for for just for reference, because <clears throat> nobody else knows this, I <clears throat> guess let's okay. Well, let's let's get into this a little bit. We talked about <clears throat> my kids enough already. Um, so, my mom has five, five kids. Children. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original four of us. Uh, there's my older sister who is now thirty six. I just turned thirty three, and then I have two younger sisters. One just turned thirty, and the other one just turned. Tw- she turned. She's twenty six. She'll, She'll be, be twenty seven in January. January. Yes, we're all about three years apart, except yeah. Sarah's like three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Um, and that was from first marriage. Mm-hmm. Then you got remarried, and I have a younger sister uh, who is thir- thirteen. She'll be She's fourteen 13. in December. Okay. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah, surprise. Uh, so, yeah. So you you went through the process of having all your kids grow up and most of them uh-huh. out of the house and uh-huh. then here comes and I'm always lucky telling, number I'm always, five. I'm always telling people God's got a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and, and I always tell people too that my second grandchild I my oldest daughter was pregnant with my second grandchild when I found out I was pregnant with Emma. Right. And they are three and a half weeks apart. My second grand my grandson and emma are right. three and a half weeks apart and you do you have one you have your granddaughter uh who is she was, just turned 16 this yes, year, so she's when, older than and your when, youngest. and when i was in the hospital with emma i remember Allie calling me because Allie was like three and she mm-hmm. said grandma the baby's name is auntie m <laughs> and i was like oh my god her name is auntie m because she's emma <laughs> yeah so it was kind of freaky but yeah um, yeah, interesting. So, yeah. But she's actually, Allie is, yeah, Allie's, 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 six, Allie's three years older. Allie's yeah, three years older than Emma. She'll be 17 in February. In February, yeah, and yeah. Emma will be 14 Emma in be December. 14. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we, we have a, we have an interesting family. <laughs> yeah, that's not even to go but, on the other side. But, but yeah. you know what, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, my, on my dad's side, he also has two. 
uh, two kids with a second marriage, uh, and they're even younger. Uh, my my brother is a year younger than Mark, mm-hmm. uh, so he's he just turned. He, well, he'll be seven. Actually, his birthday party's this weekend. He'll be seven this week, I think. Mm-hmm. And then my sister is, uh, she too? two years younger than my daughters, so she'll be she'll be three, I think, in January. That sounds about right. I think, man, I feel terrible that I don't know that, but. Mm. I, there, I know the only reason you know mine is because I'm here telling you what, <laughs> right. what the ages are. So, yeah. I, I did my homework before you came. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, Emma Emma babysits my kids, so I know she's 13 because she can. she's old enough to babysit. <laughs> she babysits. She doesn't um, drive yet, but she babysits. Yeah. Right. Um, so so it, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. What was it like having... Now, who was still home when Emma was born well okay well if you guys will remember i mean the, the the thing i remember also very clearly is i mean jenny was not living at home i believe she, yeah no she was married and already had Allie. yes and was pregnant with jack so she was not living at home um you i think at the time i think i was living at dad you you were probably living at dad's or you were on your own i can't remember for sure but i think probably i was living, living at dad's because if, if emma's <clears throat> gonna be 14 in december i didn't move out of dad's house until i was 21 yeah. and i so i would have I would have been or like you know what you you might have still been born. you might have still been living at home when I found out I was pregnant. Possibly. So I was forty three when I found out I was pregnant. I had Emma at the age of forty four. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, so I remember calling all the kids over that I wanted. I wanted had something I wanted to talk to them about, and and Jenny thought that I either had cancer or that I was pregnant. So she dug through my garbage oh, and, and she found my pregnancy test in the garbage before I even got home. <laughs> so, oh, she thought you were pregnant. So she, she dug she, through well, the she, garbage. She said she thought I was either telling them, telling you guys that I was had cancer or that I was pregnant. Well, so that's, she, I, yeah. I, when I, I didn't hear you say the pregnant part first. I thought, I, I thought you just said she thought you had cancer. I was like, why would she be digging through your garbage? Because if she's she, creepy and morbid, yeah, but you know. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, I just remember when I told all you guys, I had like just about every reaction under the sun. I just remember. Wasn't one, Betsy one, pissed or One something? laughed, one cried, Betsy cried yeah, because that's, it's a Betsy. Betsy. <laughs> one laughed, one cried. Um, I think there was like just shock and, you know, just like every kind of reaction when yeah. I found out I was pregnant. And, uh, I, I honestly can't remember. I, you, I you were, belie- you were living at home at the time, but then I think, you, I think that is partly why you moved out besides the fact that you were trying to hide the tattoo that you had got on well, your see, back that's, that's that I did not approve I'm, of. So <laughs> I'm, that's why I'm he thinking was never I, allowed to have a tattoo if he lived under but my But that's roof. why I'm thinking I was out of the house already because I got the tattoo when I was I, I just about to turn it. 19. Well, I believe that you, so that would have been I believe you moved out after I found out I was pregnant, and I kind of right. always felt like, in a way, that was partly why you moved out, because you knew that there was going to be another person in the house, and so there'd what, be So what year space. was Emma born, then? Emma was born in um, 2004. 2000. Was she born in 2004? The end of 2004. The very end of 2004. Okay. Well, yeah. Then I, I moved I moved out of your house late 2004. Yeah. So, I was thinking yeah, you right. did, like, you're after right. I was pregnant, because I was thinking you were partly thinking that... Well, and be considering you lived in the dungeon downstairs yeah, in the, I didn't, in the I laundry didn't, room. I didn't have a bedroom. I had to live in the laundry room. <laughs> but okay. But I got in, my bedroom but, revoked because I, was, I wasn't using it. I was sleeping on the couch every night. And well, in, in my defense, we had, we had four bedrooms and we had four kids and Dave and I. So it yeah. was kind of like... So and and because they all wanted their own room, so his room, quote unquote, quote was, was a shower curtain was a, in front was, of the laundry room. He, he, we had we did have a bedroom in the basement. Oops, sorry, we did have a bedroom in the basement, but that was already somebody was in that well, one. I don't no, remember who so was in I, it that. Time. I was in I was in the the bedroom in the basement. It was okay. mine. Okay, but I started sleeping on the couch for some reason, and I oh, just good. ended up liking the couch more. So I kept sleeping on the couch, and okay. then you finally said, "Well, if you're not going to sleep in your room, Betsy's going to get it." So yeah. you gave my room to Betsy. Okay. And then you also kicked me off the couch at the same time. So you said, well, we'll just put your bed in the corner of the basement and put a well, shower and, curtain and up he for was, your and door. And he pretended like he was like really liked it, that it was his cool space. But he I, was just being nice, I well, know. No, so. I actually, I kind of made it my own a little bit. And you I did. Enjoyed you had a slipknot I, picture on the yeah, wall I had, in chalk. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I drew, I drew a slipknot sign on the wall. And, 
I uh, he's cool like that. I had my nice stereo in the corner of the basement that I like yeah. to listen to. Maybe he had a really cool shower and, curtain hanging. Yeah, my shower curtain was my bedroom door. <laughs> so you know, best. so you know, Harry Potter slept under the stairs, but Chris <laughs> slept in the basement next to the laundry room or next in the to the room. stairs that I could <laughs> have also to, slept under. Next I guess to the if stairs I to. by the washer and dryer. Except for we kept our Christmas decorations under the stairs. The Christmas decorations have more shelter than I did. So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, that's because I'm special. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> where where were we going this is with what's, this? This is what's yeah. wrong with Chris, just yeah. in case anybody's yeah. wondering. Yeah. I was going to say, you're, you're, you're really giving a lot of insight into the show now for a lot of people, I'm sure. But that's that's kind of why I wanted to have you on, though. You know? that's, this I talk is why about, he's still looking for attention. I, I talk about my kids all the time, so I figured it would be good to have you on here to talk about your kid my children well your kids including me yeah well i was trying to think on the way here of a few embarrassing chris stories i'm sure there's plenty oh well there's so so many Uh, you know but i was just trying to think of a couple like on my way here i was trying to think okay so oh you got notes i I I I just saw the notes i wrote down just a couple (laughs) things nothing you know super exciting but a couple things all right let's see where where are we starting one of them was like this was and I and all these of course you know because you were there. Yeah. Um uh-huh. but when you were little you were, I'd say you were like two, three years old, you know, probably younger than your girls. I, I think I already know where this one's going. Okay, the the church one. Oh, okay, no, that's okay, not no, where the, I thought. Okay, you were the church one was okay, we were in we were at mass. We're Catholic, we're at mass, it's in the middle of mass, and I've got him up on my shoulder and he's looking, you know, back over my shoulder like little <laughs> kids do, and there's an old lady sitting behind us at mass. And just randomly out of nowhere in the middle of mass, it's really quiet. And he goes, wild thing. <laughs> and he's looking right at this old lady sitting behind us at mass. And, of course, my sister was sitting next to me. And we just both are trying so hard not to bust out laughing. So what you're saying church. is even at such a young age, I was just a straight-up ladies' man. Oh, yeah. To, to the core. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that that old woman was very impressed with you singing Wild Bang. She probably didn't even know what the song was. But, but yeah, that was funny. Um, just, okay, okay um, th- this is a – you have to <clears throat> preface this okay. incident. Preface away. Um. When Chris was probably like around three, because they were all three years apart. Jenny was like six. He was about three. Betsy was a newborn. And him and Jenny were out in the driveway. We lived in Cedar Lake. We had gravel driveway, rocks in the driveway. And he was out. They were playing in the rocks in the car. You know, behind the car, Glenn, my ex-husband, was working on the car, the engine on the car, his work car. He was working on it. And um, they're back there playing in the rocks. And... Chris is playing, and he and Glenn decided to take the car for a test drive, and he saw Jenny go in the house, and he assumed that Chris followed Jenny in the house, and he went to back the car up, and he backed into Chris. <clears throat> so basically, he didn't he didn't he didn't run him over completely, but but you know, I mean, here I am with a newborn baby, like a week old, and Glenn comes in screaming, and he's holding Chris, saying, "I just ran over Chris with the car." Oh my god. You know, so you know, with the total panic, and we we go to the hospital. This isn't funny. I know. This yeah, I was going to say this is a, this is a real great funny <laughs> anecdote for this comedy <laughs> show about yeah, our we, kids. We, we laugh about it now. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, hilarious. So no, so months months later, I'm in the grocery store. He's probably it's probably like six or eight months later. I'm in the grocery store, and I run into a girl that I went to high school with. I had not seen her in probably ten years. And I'm sitting there talking to her in the grocery store, and Chris just randomly blurts out, my daddy run over me with a car. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. You, you know, know our, our family in general, I'm sorry, like, I didn't we, mean to no, cut you we, off. No, we love the blurt out we, things yeah, that we are... Have, we have a slew of those stories. Like, of, like, uh, embarrassing... Let's see, my, my cousin, uh, I'm not going to name names on this, I guess, but uh, one of my cousins, uh, who's around my age, uh, he was out with his mom at I don't know where a, a yeah. grocery store or something when he randomly told some stranger in the store, "My daddy cut my pee pee with a knife." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then let's see yeah. who, who else there was. There was uh, my other his sister. Yeah. Uh, they were at, at the a, mall. At the mall. At the mall. And yeah. she just randomly shouts, "Don't beat me, mom!" Yeah, so. I mean, and just and and which my sister obviously <laughs> never did, and and just, so she says. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, she, you know, and and she just was like, 
for app I didn't even know why she said that but yeah chris yeah randomly just yeah. told this girl at a store that i had not seen in forever that, i guess you know my big, dad ran me over with a car the and big like, takeaway oh from this though is <clears throat> my dad ran me over when i was three years old so <laughs> that explains now, a lot now. too doesn't it that and chris lived in the basement yes. under the stairs yes. well, almost. <laughs> god Really so, make my childhood sound great. <laughs> well, okay. So, all right. So, anyway, um, some other things. Just rant. This one I, I love. You probably know what this one is, too. But um, he was probably in about first grade. And I remember just, you know, because typical kids, you have, you know, you have to tell them to brush their teeth. You have to tell them to take a bath. Oh, you have to shit. tell them to whatever. And, yeah, you know, I so know. I'm telling him yeah. he has to, you know, you need to, to put on clean underwear. Go put on some clean underwear. You know, so I was yelling at him about, you know, you have to go put on clean underwear. So he puts on clean underwear, I thought. And and so. <laughs> no, I did put on clean whatever. underwear. Whatever. But a couple days later, he comes up to me and he's telling me he's sore, basically, in his boy area, you know, that he's really sore. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Well, I find out, yes, he did put on clean underwear and he put them over the top of his <laughs> dirty underwear. And so he was a sweaty mess for like two days because, Yeah. So and that, I mean you know I and if he's not, if he if he is still if he there. is still doing that this is Ashley's problem and it's not mine <laughs> and I don't want to hear about it but yeah it was just that was like one of those classic I can't believe I had to tell you take off the dirty underwear before you put on the, the well, clean ones but you know apparently I, you do I did exactly what you told me to do <clears throat> oh, I put on a clean pair of underwear you were always so good at doing exactly I what I told you I followed you. the instructions oh, yes, yeah exactly yes, the way you, you were, told me you were very good at now had you said step one remove dirty underwear <laughs> then, i would have yes. followed that instruction as well you but listened. you didn't yes and and it is you're right it is my fault <laughs> it's your fault it is my fault so um i mean you know this isn't really necessarily a funny incident but i just i just was thinking about like you when you were little the ghostbuster obsession he Still, was to this day well i mean <laughs> it, he he didn't he didn't just watch ghostbusters he didn't just play ghostbusters he was a ghostbuster all the time, you know, 24 hours a day. He was and of course he was Peter Vankman. Well, Vankman's the coolest of them. Yeah, he was obviously. Peter Vankman. And wasn't wasn't uh Tim was Tim always was Ray, uh, Ray Stan? Ray well, Stan? I think wasn't he Ray? Early on I think he was Ray, but then mm-hmm. he started playing Egon too cuz Egon, oh, Egon he he played with I remember the blue plastic glasses he the, used to the wear. The monocle type of thing. Yeah. It, and uh and I think the glasses were when he was Egon. But yeah. I think he was Ray for a but, while. But I mean, just totally, total obsession with Ghostbusters. I mean, so much so that he watched that movie so many times a day. I can probably still quote every line in the movie. <laughs> I absolutely still can't yeah. quote. I mean, and, and it's sad, but, uh, but but you know, for me to still be able to quote every line <laughs> well, in the movie. A, it's a great movie. <clears throat> I mean, look at the cast. It's, and, and I look back now, it's too. Bill Murray at his finest. But I mean, I look back now, too. I probably started letting you watch that sooner than you should have because I yeah. found that movie to be very funny. The first time yeah. I watched it, I laughed my butt off. I thought it was hilarious. Still to this day, there's... <clears throat> so we had... When I was growing up, I remember we had a VHS copy of Ghostbusters. Because we but, were cool with the VHS. But it wasn't a store-bought VHS copy. We taped it off mm-hmm, of, uh, mm-hmm. I think, ABC or something. Yeah. And there was like... Uh, I, I can't remember if it was in the middle of the movie or... There was also a Donald Duck cartoon on that same tape. Okay. And I can't remember if they like actually played that to lead into the movie or something, or if we taped the cartoons first and I then we taped, taped over the car- of, I, cartoons with I the Ghostbusters. I taped so many things on tapes, I wanna, yeah. I want to yeah. say we taped over the cartoons with Ghostbusters. Because I, I want to say... So it was a Donald Duck cartoon when he was like... Uh, he was like... Cutting branches on a tree or something. I can't it was believe you remember Dale. that. Oh, a Chip and Oh, I remember Chip that Dale one. And, yeah, How could I forget he's, that? He's got the he's got the branch cutter thing and it's mm-hmm. chasing Chip and Dale around. And then the other one that was also on that same tape was uh, when there was a bee that was making mm-hmm. honey in the yes. radiator of his old car. Yes. And I still to this day, like I, whenever I see those cartoons, I immediately think of Ghostbusters, <laughs> and like it's just it's such pure nostalgia for me. And I think I think it cut into like. I think when we taped it, I think we missed the very, very beginning when the the librarian ghost scares the oh, the really? old lady librarian, oh, I it for and you. it just cuts into the Ghostbusters. Like, uh, I think it cuts into like Venkman's doing his psychic test and flirting yeah. with the girl <laughs> yeah. when he's doing the shock therapy on the yeah. guy. That, yeah. 
So that's that's the way I remember. I know yeah. this is not like very kid centric, but I I don't know. Well, you you that, talked about well, Ghostbusters. Well, now no, it's now it's bringing up. No, well, Ghostbusters no. But I mean, I just and I just really remember he had a Ghostbuster jumpsuit mm-hmm. that I bought one year for Christmas. I probably Santa gave him one year for Christmas. Um, it was a Ghostbuster what do you jumpsuit. Mean you bought. It? <laughs> I, I thought I got it from Santa. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, what is this? He he wore it for so damn long that it I can't even it it was it became flutters. We eventually cut it into shorts because it was so short on him. Flutters being like capris, or yeah, <laughs> ridiculously short. And and then then, then honestly, then honestly, we I, I finally it was so sad that I couldn't believe he wouldn't quit wearing it. I finally found another one and bought one in a bigger size because he wore it forever. And sadly enough, don't you still have the one? Or do we... That's in our Halloween stuff, probably. Probably he, in he has Halloween a, stuff. He has now. an adult size Ghostbuster costume it's that a, he wore it's just, a tacky one, though. just it's, a couple years ago. Yeah, it's, it's not a very good one. It's one of those cheap Halloween store yeah. ones that it's <clears> literally like... Yeah. Uh, they took like a, a painter's jumpsuit, you know, and they, put and they just put a Ghostbuster sticker on yeah. it. It's, it's real but, tacky. But but the best part when he was a Ghostbuster because you know I didn't have a ton of money, so I didn't buy all the stuff, the, all the accessories. His Ghostbuster backpack, proton pack. his proton pack, sorry, Get it right. was a fold up tray table. If you can picture the <laughs> like the, a TV tray, the little the little ones though that you set like on, on your lap, just on your lap. Like they don't lap. stand on the floor. They and sit he, on your yeah, lap. he would put his arms through the little lap thingies, and then he, because he didn't have the stick for it, he'd go get a branch or something out of the yard, and that would be like. I also for a while had the microphone stand too. Was my was the microphone? Oh, that that was that plastic microphone yeah. stand. Yeah, I remember the plastic yeah. microphone. But stand. But I th- yeah. I I don't know if the sticks were before that mm-hmm. or after that. But at well, some was, point, whatever was handy at that yeah, point. Yeah. Sure. So I mean, it was just yeah, it was it was yeah. kind of sad. But yeah, there's a lot of pictures of him being a ghostbuster. Yeah, so and, I'll, I'll I'll see if I can track down some pictures of me when I was a kid, and, and yeah. I'm sure at least mm-hmm. half a dozen of them will have me with this tray table on the back. And now you have context table. for that. Yeah, yeah. So you can have now you know why with the tray table on his back and you're going what the hell is he wearing a tray table for but yeah that was my proton that might have been a popple tray table if i'm not sure but i'm not sure don't remember i don't what are popples weren't popples that little like they were like a stuffed animal thing that i'm gonna have to google this yeah i I I can't i think for some reason when you said popple you're thinking uh, of the burples not the burples no no not burples that wasn't i when you said popples Burples, you guys remember i was just discussing this the other day yeah burples were uh so any of you that grew up with like in in a like middle class or lower income family, I'm sure you can relate to this. Uh, they have those juice bottles at the stores. They're not like Kool Aid. They're not like the Capri Suns. They were they're like the plastic the, bottles the, with the little foil, hugs the foil it? top, and yes. you would you would poke your you know as a kid a lot of times you would just poke your finger through and drink through the foil, or and then the foil would slice your mouth up yeah, as you're drinking. Yeah, and yeah, but but really, actually, the reason you guys called them burples because back in the day, if anybody remembers this, they actually made a product that was in a plastic bottle, and it was like a concentrate. Kool-Aid, basically, and it was like an accordion bottle, and you would accordion the bottle open oh. up higher, and then you would add water and shake it, and that was what that was I a did, real burp. I remember, I I can hear the sound of that. Burp. Yeah, that little, little accordion bottle. Yes. And you, you added water to it, and that made the bur- that was a burple. But I was too cheap to buy those because that was the name <laughs> brand. So I would go to the bargain barn in Lowell. You know that was the connected, bargain the barn. bargain barn that yeah. was connected it's to Wilco now, it's and now buy those a, um, it's like a, a massage therapy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah right where the massage door, yeah. is right next to Strix. I think it's a chiropractor slash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, there used to be the bargain barn there, and I would I would buy barn. those the quote unquote burples for you guys remember, for like a twenty four pack. Or wasn't something. bargain barn like the inside of it? Was tacky what, and crappy. Didn't it basically look like the back room of a grocery yes, store? Yes, like there was the, yes. the crappy shelves everywhere yes. with just the cardboard like boxes a of the. Yes. Yeah, it was like a it was like a really tacky like Aldi, um, Aldi or if anybody knows Save a Lot, even tackier, worse version of Save a Lot. Wow. But. Forgot yeah. about bargain barn. Yeah, the bargain barn. So yeah, yeah, the burples. I re- I still rem- I c- I can still feel those burple <laughs> sores on the side of my mouth. The, <laughs> that foil lid just slicing. In. But you don't care because the juices or or the plastic that would yeah. always had kind of a little bit of a sharp yeah. edge to it. So and and like all somehow the juice like there was a foil taste to the juice too. And it, <laughs> I, there's something good about that. Though. And like, then what you had to have with it was because because I besides having five children. 
Yeah, well, I had four at that four time. At the time yeah. I had four at the time. I babysat, so I would oh, have yeah. like we always had mass a, quantities a of children. Kids and, I mean, there, there were some days I would have up to sixteen or eighteen kids at my house. Seriously, it was I. I don't know why. And now when I look back, I'm like, I it's, there's there I, really is something wrong with me. But I'm I'm grateful for that still though because it just was. It gave you it guys was somebody, always something. There, to there do. was always somebody to play with. Yeah. There was always somebody to hang out with or fight with, depending on the day. Um, <laughs> or both in one or day. Or both, yes. Um, but or people to gang up and but you know I mean what it was so I think it made purples. it I mean I just remember oh the, the as far as the snack goes yes. I used to buy the Maurice Linnell in the big tub because that was from the bargain barn too the Maurice Linnell cookies do you remember the tub of cookies had like the pinwheel oh the, yeah the, the, the weird the cookie with, with the, the jelly, jelly in the middle, middle. <laughs> like whatever that is <laughs> the crappy hard chocolate yeah. chip cookies the yeah um, the pinwheel one that looked you know I think the pinwheels were maybe the only ones the only I ones liked. that you guys liked but um there were some crappy like shortbread ones in there and yeah. but it, but they were super cheap. So, I mean, I bought the Burples were a huge treat for me having yeah. all those kids around the house and the Maurice Linnell bucket of cookies I also because re- it was cheap. I also remember uh, <clears throat> the Schwann's man coming. And, oh, and you guys would be and like. And you'd get the, the push pops, the, I, well, I would the buy, orange push-ups. Well, I would buy, I would buy whatever kind of ice cream bars or yeah. push-ups or whatever from the Schwann's oh, man because root, I would root, get root an entire – I would get could get an entire 24-pack for yeah. so much cheaper than – what you could get in the store. And then, two, then every time the ice cream man would go by, I'd have not just my four children, mom, mom, I'd yeah. have everybody going, can we get ice cream? And I'd <laughs> so say, say, I'd say, ice cream in there's the ice cream in the freezer. <laughs> so they would go run and get something that the Schwann's man that I bought from the Schwann's man. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, some exciting. Yeah. I remember all Chris is purples. having like you know, yeah, some I'm, nostalgia know, I'm, moments right I'm, now. I'm, I'm really happy right now. This is all making me very happy. Um, you know, somebody, somebody, hmm. uh, a few years ago, um, a, a girl that you used to babysit when when she she went to high school with me, obviously because we we're all grew up the in same the same age, town. Yeah. Um, she always used to talk about. You know what I remember about your house was the pile of grilled cheese. Like when <laughs> whenever you would be babysitting like ten kids at a time, you would just start making grilled cheese, oh, and there would be just a huge plate. Wa- well, yeah, a plate just piled with grilled <laughs> cheeses cut in half, and you mm-hmm. would just get a, a plate, like probably a paper plate, mm-hmm. go up to the table, grab a couple slices for yourself, and go. Yeah. You know? Well, and and, and, and it, or <laughs> I would make if I made like macaroni and cheese. Those were okay. The big the big ones were macaroni and cheese because yeah. I'd make like two three boxes. I'd mm-hmm. make a huge pan of it because it went for a long way um i would do maybe sometimes frozen pizza yeah. you know um but yeah cheap frozen pizza of course yeah. because there were so many kids but yeah the grilled cheese was another one of them hot dogs were always hot a dogs, huge yeah. stable staple you know with the kids and i mean i always just made kid-friendly food anyway yeah. i wasn't like making any gourmet anything anyway you know? yeah but you know this would be this is all talking about all this is making me think like you'll have to come back one time and we'll have to do an entire episode about like you know stretching every dollar for for because you had you had four kids and you know Mm -hmm. i I think Mm -hmm. uh i'm trying to remember how old i was when i think i was about 10 or 11 when you and dad separated and Mm -hmm. so from that point on it was you in a house with four kids yeah and you were buying all the meals and yeah. and, uh, and so I, this this is actually really good advice for you know mm-hmm. people that if you're on a, a low man I'm gonna a have to have budget. you back because we a don't tight. we don't we don't have enough time to get into like the real yeah. nitty gritty but my mom is a notorious cheapskate, <laughs> cheapskate. <laughs> like and she Bargain she knows shopper. it she oh, admits yeah, it I'm proud of she's it. proud of it so like I like if, to dollar if, sign hey, everything if, if I got you, to send a clearance keep an eye out for that episode because that'll be a good one <laughs> how to stretch your budget for multiple kids or even just one kid if you're if you're a single child family but you have a low income or something mm-hmm. or or, mm-hmm. And you need to make that budget work, or, or you're trying to get used to your budget with it's a tough. new baby in the house. It, it is hard, especially when you're paying for diapers. Still, man. Oh my god, I, we're yeah. we're lucky enough. We're, Scarlett wears a diaper to bed now, and mm-hmm. that's the only diapers oh, we have to deal so with right expensive. now. And oh, man, so expensive. It, even even and just formula. Oh my, even just god. that one diaper a night mm-hmm. ends up just being stupid expensive. Like yeah. when you actually think about how much we're spending on diapers a month, like. 
it's except still for, stupid. Except for when your mom calls and says, what size does she wear? Because yeah, I found a clearance, found clearance at Strax clearance diapers. <laughs> on pull-ups. <laughs> but yeah, well, that'll be a great episode. But yeah. I didn't mean to. Do you have, do you have more on your no, list No, I mean, there? I just, no, just little. Now know, that like you say. trash talk me, you're not going to trash talk any of my sisters. <laughs> no, no. Well, okay. I mean, I was talking about the underwear thing and it made me think of the time that I was at ch- another church story that I was, and I used to sing in the choir and all through my, and Jenny was two, three years old, uh-huh. you know, probably three years old. And the, there was a little boy there was a son of one of the other people in the choir. And he was just staring at her all through mass. I couldn't figure out what the deal was. He just was like watching her every move. He was so fascinated by her. And it wasn't until after mass, I realized she had no underwear on oh, and she was wearing a dress. <laughs> <laughs> to church, you know, and so yeah, she, that, I remember being like, "Oh my god, I can't." Well, you know, she was at the age three, four, whatever. Yeah. She dressed herself, yeah. and as you know, that's little kids just do whatever they want to do. Yeah, I, I'm fortunate. Uh, my girls, they love to be naked. Well, I, not completely naked. They at least like to keep do their underwear, underwear. on around You're, the house. I see so many pictures of your children naked in their underwear, or in their, in their underwear all Constant. the time. Be- Betsy's the same way. You know, all the yeah, time. Yeah. All the time. I don't mean it's, Betsy's in her underwear. I yeah, mean I Annabelle's hope in her not. underwear. I don't, I don't go to Betsy's house that often, so I can't dispute it, but I would hope not. Um, but yeah, my, my kids are... Even, even Mark. Mark yeah. lays around the house in his underwear all day. It's just... Yeah. Well, And you know what's hilarious about that, and I will bring this up and you will remember this. Your kids have become the naked family. Oh, God, the naked family. There, when we lived in Lowell, there was a family, a street behind us, and they had like three little kids that were like stair yeah. step in age. And every time you went to their house, didn't matter, whatever, you'd be knocking on the door for something or you'd be going by their house. Their kids were in their underwear all the time. It didn't yeah. matter what time of year it was. It didn't matter if it was 30 below. <laughs> if you knocked on the door, their kids would run to the door in their underwear. And now your children I know. are the I naked remember, people. I remember how weird We'd, that we was We called them for the me. naked people. <laughs> I remember how weird that was for me as a kid. But now that it's my kids that are doesn't in their seem, underwear, it doesn't well, or, seem or strange about, at about, all. <laughs> how about the naked boy in, in Central Park? I Do you I, remember yes. the naked boy in Central we, Park? So what year would that have been? I, I, I you were in high school, I was maybe 13 or 14, I think. something like that. And we went to new york city to visit my aunt and uncle who mm-hmm. were living out there and uh we went to central park yeah and in the middle of central park there was this big giant playground and a big fountain and a big fountain and but well back before the fountain there was just this big giant playground Ooh, sorry and like i said i was about 13 14 years old but out of nowhere this like little probably four-year-old kid runs up to me like and and grabs me by the hand and he's like hey come here i gotta show you this like, <laughs> i don't know this kid i don't know what <laughs> he was your new best friend and and he just grabbed me by the hand and he led me around the playground he showed me all the slides he showed me the ladders he showed mm-hmm. me everything he could think of that he was just playing with just grabbed me by the hand and showed this random stranger all this stuff which and, is a little creepy when you think about yeah, it now, weird yeah. weird like that his parents were just mm-hmm. fine with this but uh, so after he's done giving me the tour of Central Park, um, <laughs> he goes back and does his thing, and I go sit with you know my family because I was I was too old and too cool for this playground, but my sisters, my little sisters, were playing on it, so we were just sitting there for a little while. And then the next thing we know, we look over at this fountain right next to the playground, and this kid's parents have him just stripped down, bare naked, mm-hmm. and they're like bathing him in this fountain <laughs> in, in the, the middle fountain, of Central, Central Park. Park. And, uh, and this you was, were mortified. This, yeah. this was about the time when we were leaving the playground. So we were walking away, and the kid saw me as his parents are bathing him in this fountain. He saw me walking away, and I st- he, he waved to me, and he goes, Hey, don't forget me, okay? <laughs> and, and you I never haven't. forgot him. <laughs> and you never forgot I just, him. And what a weird thing for a four-year-old kid to say to you. Hey, don't forget me. <laughs> okay. It, it, yeah. well, you, it well, worked. Well, Success. <laughs> well, a little naked kid in the fountain at Central yeah. Park uh, kind of. Yeah, this is a, I, that's very memorable, memorable for sure. But. So as long as your kids don't become the yeah. totally naked well, kids out I mean, in public. They, they run around. I, I try to have some limits. Like I, I try not to let them go outside too much in their underwear. <laughs> too, I try not to let them go sometimes outside they do. too much. And sometimes they do. If it's hot outside, whatever. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the girls are four right now, so yeah. like it's not yeah. hurting anybody. Yeah. Mark, he probably doesn't need to be outside in his underwear, <laughs> but I mean... If, hey, if he's comfortable with himself enough, I don't. I also don't want to like project that image on him that he. Oh, you need to be ashamed of but that. It, but and, it's just funny though when you think about the fact that when, we, when you were little, yeah, 
And what you guys, you guys always called them the naked people. Yeah. It, it, our I, whole family called that family that lived behind us the naked people. I, I forgot and about we, the and naked we would, kids. And until we would you talk about, it. we'd say, you know, you'd say where? And you'd say, oh, right where the naked people live. The naked live. kids' house. <laughs> the naked kids' house, yeah. yeah. The naked people. Yeah, it was a landmark. They were, in our they were also the people that had their Christmas tree up the entire year. Do you remember that? Oh, no, I don't no, remember no, that. No, no, no. And I shouldn't say that. The, it wasn't the entire year. No, I remember we went there trick-or-treating, and she had her Christmas tree up on Halloween. Oh. And we were like, what is going I, on with that I crap? don't remember that. I don't yeah. remember that. I, was, I do remember were, the naked they were, kids. I they were odd that. people, but yeah. You know, we had some odd people in the neighborhood. Well, you know, but. odd. Yeah, it's true. Anyway. Okay. Uh, right. Well, we're, we're closing in on... An hour, which is okay. about what my episodes usually run. Okay. I don't. Is there any other? I, was there anything you want to ask or? Say well, or... I don't know. This was good. I was. I had some questions that I was going to ask you, but I, this conversation just kind of went naturally, and I, I liked. Well, I liked the way we're it went. So shy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and sadly, you know what you should do sometime if you really want to blow everybody's mind is have your entire family in an episode because uh, you wouldn't hear. You wouldn't anything. hear anything. It's just. It's just going to be a, a roar of. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. We all talk over the top of each other, and, and somehow we catch every part of the conversation. Conversation, even though we're all talking at the same time, and we can all hear that what they said, and then we chime in on that one, and then we also bring up all those same stories that all we, the, <laughs> we, over the years we have the same twenty stories that we tell every mm-hmm. Christmas, and and you know whenever there's a new person brought into the mix, and and, you know, and it even doesn't matter if there's anybody new, we still bring it up as if we just like it's the I first mean, time. Me and Ashley have been together for going on we're going on four years now. And she's already heard all these stories. And she's already sick of them. Probably fifteen times mm-hmm. each. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it doesn't take long for us to get through all of our stories. But yeah, um, um, let me think. I, do, I I should ask you some questions just to get get a little a little bit of a Q and A. What was the first um, time you remember? I was just think, I was thinking Disney because we're Disney freaks in our family. Oh yeah, yeah, big Disney well, freaks. How, what age do you remember? I mean, I know you were there when you were little. Third little, grade. But you remember the third grade? Yes, because that's that the was, one you remember. Yes, because that was when we got home. You and Dad got separated very shortly after oh, that trip. Oh, yeah, Dad, that was an interesting trip for you. Yeah. Well, that that was the trip when I knew something. Yeah, was that trip. There. That trip was like I loved it just because it was Disney World. How could mm-hmm. you not love it? But yeah. at the same time, like I knew something was wrong then. You know. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a memorable trip so that for was me. Third Not a, grade. You were in third grade. The third, one that? Yes, and I remember specifically that it was third grade because. Uh, I was in Mrs. Weaver's class. Um, she does the President's Day play, the George Washington play. Okay. okay. Well, I, she doesn't still. I don't think. Is she even? She, she's she probably actually, retired. She retired, but actually she's a, a religious uh, ed director in, in Dyer, at the oh, church okay. in Dyer. Yeah. Well, she was, she was my third grade teacher, and every year uh, she did the George Washington mm-hmm. play for the yep. third grade class, and that's in February for President's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was not allowed to get a part in the play because we knew we were going to Disney the week yeah, of the play. Yeah. So I missed the, I missed the George Washington play. <laughs> so they just had me practice as the curtain holder for a couple of weeks. <laughs> so that's how I remember when that Disney trip was. I was and, wondering how you remember yeah, that. That's the only, okay, so that's the only way I put grade, it together. Okay, so if you were in third grade, then Betsy was? Uh, kindergarten, kindergarten, probably. Kindergarten. And then I know Sarah was around three. I think yeah. Sarah was about three. Yeah, because I, I would have been, been 10, I think. Okay. In third grade. Okay. I, right. I think, if I'm Fun remembering memories. correctly. Yeah. Get home from Disney and your parents. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't. No, it was Easter. And it wasn't. No, I was going to say it was not right after we got home. It was Easter. I know. It was the day. I remember it was I know. Easter day I woke up the, and Dad wasn't home. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Happy this, Easter. Yeah, this is, a, this is a real fun conversation Happy for a, a funny podcast. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, we can laugh about it now. Yeah, it's okay. no, it's it's, it, okay. it's it's all over and done with it's, twenty it's years ago. It's so life. whatever, yeah, it's life. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> was so, was there something? That's the first Disney trip I remember. Was that I was what you just, just going to ask you? You know, as far as us being like a yeah, Disney we've, family, I we've didn't been, remember which we've ones been you remember. To Disney. I've been to Disney with you. I think I, t- I tallied it up this because we went last uh, October. Yeah, and I think I tallied it up. I think that was our eleventh trip with you. Or, okay. or that was my eleventh trip. I think tenth with the family. That's even when you were. You're counting when you were a baby because I think I think we I don't took count you when you one. were like I, you were like one or two. Yeah, I I, I maybe think, not even. Two. I don't think it's counting that one. Okay, 
Because I think you were around one, I remember. Having and that was when Jenny you. got like the whatever, however many people were through the gate. She got like a headband. Oh, the, yeah. And, and that, was also, that was also the time she fell on the curb. And then oh, Alice Prince. in Wonderland oh, came Alice over. In Wonderland. Al- it was during the parade down Main Street. And, and Jenny tripped yeah. like on something. And, and she hurt her knee and she was crying. And Alice in Wonderland came over from the parade and helped yeah. her up and said, are you okay? And she was like completely starstruck it was amazing that's, that's another episode that we'll have to do is a disney like episode. well planning a disney trip because mm-hmm. yeah since, since this is a kid themed podcast mm-hmm. a lot of the people that listen to this podcast have kids and i'm sure like <clears throat> the disney vacation is something that a lot of parents dream about that they always think it's out of their reach and mm-hmm. that, oh we'll never be able to bring our kids to disney mm-hmm. or there's some people that take their kids to disney but they way overdo it, and then they regret it because they spent thousands of dollars that they didn't need to. Right. But we're we're seasoned veterans at the mm-hmm. Disney trip yeah. planning, so yeah. I think that would be actually a good episode that mm-hmm. for for people that would love to take their kids to Disney on how the most affordable way to do it, and, yeah. and where to stay, and what yeah. to do, and how to enjoy, like, how to make the most of your money because we've done it enough times that yeah. it's it's almost an art. It, Although, it, it took a lot of learning. And, I have to say, one of my <laughs> favorite memories is um mark a few years back when you took him by yourself and with us i shouldn't yeah. say you you yeah. you, you, t- you went as a single I, it was my first single dad trip and he was my only single dad he was with all of us but yeah. but mark was like mark was five and he was like mr meltdown the whole time but oh, but yeah. the best part was the time we left the animal kingdom lodge and he was having a fit on the bus it was hysterical <laughs> i mean it's, it's so he didn't think it was funny at the time so Chris first that, he he didn't want to be at that restaurant we were at a we were eating breakfast at the animal kingdom lodge and he didn't want to be there but then finally when it was time to leave and go to the park Suddenly he didn't want to leave. Yeah, that's so we get the, we, I drag him out to the bus stop, and he's crying and screaming the whole way to the bus stop. The bus comes. So we're about to get on the bus. He won't get on the bus. So I pick him up to take him on the bus. He grabs hold of this pole at the bus stop, <laughs> and I have to rip him off the pole to get him on the bus. I start walking onto the bus. He grabs the door, mm-hmm. and I have to rip him off the door to get him on. And then we get a little bit of more onto the bus, he grabs the pole by the driver and he won't let go of that. So I have to rip him <laughs> off of that. Finally, we I get him all the way onto the bus and I'm holding him like, like kind of sideways. So his head's on, you know, pointing in one As direction. He's kicking his feet, and screaming yeah, he's the kicking entire and time. And, uh, and we're finally uh, to a point on the bus where there's nothing for him to grab onto. So he takes his shoe off. Throws it at some random stranger. Then he grabs his other shoe, whips it at somebody else. Then he grabs a sock, throws his sock at somebody else. He grabbed, he took off both his shoes, both his socks, and his wristband. And didn't he threw them all at five different people? Probably took his hat off too. I just remember the shoes and socks all came (laughs) off. And And not all at the same time either. It was one at a time and threw them all at separate people. And it was one of the most humiliating things I ever lived through. It was hysterical but <laughs> because i wasn't the one holding yeah. him yeah I, I i feel like every parent on that bus could have absolutely related to that situation oh, but yeah. at the time that was my situation it was yeah. humiliating it was awesome um but cool actually Disney memory. you know one of, one of my favorite pictures ever came from that trip was you know that was like i said that was my single dad trip with mark uh, it, was, it was right after me and his mom separated and uh and everything was still fresh, so it was really rough for him to be away from his mom for a week. And uh, we were just doing the best we could that week, just me and him. And uh, I, it, the whole week was a fight like that. Mm-hmm. I, there, I mean, there was like he met characters, and we get. I still remember, like I, I sobbed when he met because the whole like it was three days before we met Pluto, and that, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. That was the character he was waiting for, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't talk to any other characters. He wouldn't shake their hands. He wouldn't hug them. He or didn't anything. want a picture with them. But yeah. then we were at dinner, and Pluto comes out, and he sees Pluto coming from across the room, and I have a picture of it. I'm about to start crying now, just thinking of it because <laughs> Chris always cries. Um, he sees Pluto from across the room, and just like he, he puts his hands up by his mouth, and he's like shaking because he's so excited, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like just the excitement on his face. I'll never forget that, and it was just. And yes, that, he is crying. I am so crying. I'm, I wasn't joking. I'm <laughs> crying. It was, it was like one of the happiest moments. Just because, like the the week up to that point was just hell. Yeah. 
Yeah. And finally we get that moment. And then everything kind of turned around from there. And I, Well, I think part of it was too, and, and, and I mean, obviously we'll talk about this further down the line if you ever want to do that episode. Yeah. You have to pace yourself with what your kids want. Oh, yeah. Disney. yeah. And, that, and that was part of the issue is you had a you had an agenda and he did not want to have an no, agenda. not at all. Kids don't want an agenda. Um, you know? But my favorite, one of my, till, still to this day, one of my favorite pictures was at the end of that week, which was ups and downs the whole week. Um, we watched the Wishes nighttime fireworks yeah. and uh, going down Main Street then to leave on our last night at the park. Uh, we were we got it. We got a really nice picture, like a nighttime picture of us, you know, me and him. He's on my shoulders. Yeah. And uh, just this, you know, the smile on his face in front of the oh, castle. Yeah. It's, it's like the most perfect picture ever. Yeah. And I just remember like seeing that picture and like i think i posted it on facebook that night and i was like sobbing the whole time i'm writing the post up oh i know i remember it was it was such a hard week and i you know i thought there was no way i was gonna make it through but then like that last night getting to see the look on his face when we were leaving and how happy he was like just made the whole week worthwhile of course and yes he's still crying i'm still crying (laughs) i'm a sap i know i am but (laughs) but yeah so that's not another uh, we got that out of the way, <laughs> but yeah, Chris we'll have to. Crying. We'll have to do a Disney episode. We'll have to do a cheapskate episode because mm-hmm. I think those would be great, and mm-hmm. that's something that uh, other parents need to hear. And you're a veteran parent, you know. Yeah. You've got five kids, yeah. uh, nine a, a grandkids, couple, three of them in their thirties now. Yeah, nine grandkids, nine grandkids. God, I'm old. Yeah, you are. I just went to my fortieth class reunion. Really? God, I'm old. Yeah. I, we didn't. We had our. We were supposed to have our ten year class reunion a few years ago, and it got canceled because no, not a, nobody cared. Nobody wanted to come. Well, they tried to make it at like this country club, and no, nobody we just wanted had it. Me Ranchito was I great. I thought was, it would be great if they just did it at the gym in the school. You yeah. Know? I think. Well, uh, the school generally doesn't let you do that stuff. Well, that's though. stupid. Yeah. I think. A, <laughs> well, that's stupid. <laughs> I think a fun class reunion would be like. Like a remake of a dance, like a high school dance. Yeah. I think that would be well, great. Well, I don't think the school will allow it. It's well, probably, it's probably a liability stupid. issue. Yeah, well, they everybody can't rent sign a waiver up. or something, yeah, you well. know. And do you know how many reunions they'd be having in there every week then if that were the case? But anyway. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, on that other note. Yeah, so 40th class reunion. I'm an old lady. Yeah, mm-hmm. you are. I'm yeah. not even 40 yet. I know. And you had 40 years since your class reunion. Yep, 40 years. 40 years well, since I've you graduated. Well, 36-year-old, so yeah. that'll do it. Ancient. I know. Tell me Ancient. about it. Ancient. Quit being so old. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, this actually was really fun. Uh, I, I I knew it was going to be. I was excited for this, and I okay. I, I think people are going to enjoy this, and I, I definitely would like to have you back on because okay. we have other stuff we could talk about. This okay. just, just flew by. I didn't get to ask any of my questions. Okay. I guess the last question, we'll, we'll end it on this one. Who's your favorite kid? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you, got, you got five to choose from, so um, which one's your favorite? Oh, gosh. Let's see. None of you. That's that's <laughs> about the answer I expected. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed listening to me and my mom talk. Um, and you can tune in to all the other shows on the Journey into Comics Network, uh, journeyintocomics.com. Uh, you can find us on I, – I hope you're already following us on Facebook. If not, find us on Facebook. We're at Kids for Sale Pod, at Kid for Sale Pod. Uh, all the social medias. I don't update Twitter. I don't update Instagram. Just find me on Facebook because that's the only one I update. Uh, I post pictures of the kids regularly. Uh, you can comment on our pictures. You can comment on the episodes. You can email me at kidsforsalepodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear some feedback. I say this every episode and nobody has emailed me still. Please give me some feedback. Let me know what you like hearing, what you don't like hearing. I want to make the show more enjoyable for everybody. So, uh, I hope this was a good episode 10 for everybody. And uh, for anybody listening, if you have funny stories about your kids, uh, come and be a guest on my show now. Now the floodgates are going to open of all the great guests I can have. Ooh. Ooh, everybody that wants to be a guest on my show. <laughs> uh, who wrote that book, Fatherhood? Was that... Uh, is that Paul Reiser? Paul Reiser, yeah. Fatherhood. So. Yeah, he's going to be my next guest. So oh, tune in for that is. one. Paul okay. Reiser. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. No, but for real, uh, I would love to have some more guests on. If you want to be a guest on my show, email me or uh, send me a message on Facebook and we'll make it happen. Uh, until next time, thank you for tuning in to Kids for Sale and we'll catch you next time.